Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. I am your host, Shola. Thank you for joining me today. And um, if this is your first time of joining, welcome. And if you have joined before now, thank you for staying with me and coming along on my ongoing journey of um, inquiry and learning and curiosity about the Lord Jesus Christ, about walking with God, and about faith, about life, and about love. So thank you for joining me, and I hope we have a wonderful time um, today. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about Sons of God. That's the title. Again, today I've, I've achieved my <laughs> three-word titles. And um, yeah, so Sons of God. And I think it's important, you know, I, I think the Bible talks in several places about different types of sons of God. It talks, it refers to angels as sons of God. It refers to people in the Old Testament, you know, some prophetic words around sons of God. But it also talks about sons of God in the terms of today, you know, people who have believed upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we're really going to be talking about today. Perhaps at some time I will do you know, a bit of a talk about the sons of God that God refers to in the angel and celestial beings, because those ones are another fascinating set of people. But um, today we're talking about sons of God in the context of uh, the children of God. So we're going to be looking at some scriptures, and as we go along, there are certain questions that I'll be asking, you know, us to ask ourselves. And like I always say, I have said in some of my previous episodes, Musings with Jesus is exactly what it is the title is exactly what it is so it's a journey of of self-discovery self-exploration and also spiritual inquiry i would say and i think each episode speaks to you know everyone differently and it speaks to me as well i've also had time in my own person you know on my ongoing journey around a lot of issues that i'm dealing with even up till now as i speak where i've had to go back to some of my you know the previous episodes and be like oh but you talked about this you know like listen to your words listen to what god said to you so in many of these podcasts it will be shola speaking but in a lot of it as well it is also you know the voice of the lord speaking through things that he has taught and you know he's he's taught me and you can detect that if it speaks to you as well in your situation then you know that i don't have the details about that so that's god speaking so just to put that out there so that we all understand that we're all we're all learning together through this it's just wonderful to be able to learn with so many other people and share some of the things that have just been between me and god so thank you for being part of my you know gisting session today thank you so much i'm so glad that you're here thank you and so let's get right into it you know um i always have a headline scripture at least most of the time i think i've achieved that like nine out of ten times and um the headline scripture for today is romans 8 verse 14 which says as for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god and and i like those one-liner definitions so if you want to know who is who does god call a son of god how do you detect how do you know if somebody is really a son of god say as many as are led by the spirit of god so if you are someone that is led by the spirit then you are a son you don't i mean you don't need to go to you know one ministry of uh, sonship and collect certificates from them you know either in heaven or earth god said that's the way anybody that you can see you can see from the way the person operates that the person is led by the spirit of god a holy pure kind pure, you know the spirit of god as we see him as we can 
you know, experience him here on earth. And the person is a son of God. Of course, you know how difficult it is to be led by the son of God. When you read Galatians and some other um, chapters, it tells you what the fruits of the spirit are. So, you know, most people on earth are not led by the spirit of God. So, clearly, the people that you will be able to say this about on the earth are very few even within faith circles because most people are being led by their minds they are being led by their greed they are being led by their desires they are being led led by their lusts they are being led by what they want their ambition they are not being led by the spirit of god so regardless of the label the person is wearing and the badge that the person puts on his or her forehead if you you can see that the actions of this individual are contrary to everything that the spirit of god um, stands for, then it, mm, you don't need to go for that. Let him continue to call himself or herself whatever he or she likes on earth. The verdict of the Lord is different. And that's why the scripture is written for all, all of us. And God made sure it was disseminated and democratized all over the world. In fact, I think that's the greatest miracle. The Bible itself, surviving through the ages in one shape or form that people can access, I think is the greatest miracle, one of the greatest spiritual miracles because everybody can access that information and you can find out things by yourself and not be dependent on what people tell you because people can always be wrong. So I always like to go back to scripture for many of these things so that there is no controversy. If you want to argue, argue with the scripture, please don't argue with Shola or whoever is the vessel by which that message is coming. Thank you very much. So that's Romans 8 um, verse 14, our headline scripture. We then go to the next one, which is John 1 verse 12 to 13. And that one says, as many as received him. Now, this is Jesus. Now, John 1 is that one when he says in the beginning was the word and the word was a God. So that's very, like, it was starting off from, like, taking us from how Jesus became from, you know, the beginning to the word. I mean, to the word and then becoming Jesus. So in verse 12, it says, as many as received him. That's when the word became flesh. As many as received him, Jesus, to them gave he, that's God, power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. That to them that believe on his name. The name of Jesus. It says, and they were born not of blood, nor of the will of man, but of the will of God. Now, that is another definition that is embedded in that. It says, as many as received Jesus, to them God gave the power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Please keep that in mind. Even to them that believe on his name. Believe is an action word. It's 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 so there's believing in the heart, there's believing in your in your mouth, there's believing in the way you live. So it is that faith in action. He says to them that believe on his name, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. Just keep that in mind, please. By God's grace, we'll get back to that. So Matthew 5, verse 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Absolutely. You know, anybody that brings peace on this earth and is sustainable peace, in fact, in fact they say it's a big blessing. Galatians 3, verse 26 says, Now we'll go into the other scriptures that talk about children. So, because I would like to draw a distinction between children and sons of God, even though it is the same, but just stay with me on this. There's something that by you know I'm trying to bring out, at least based on the conversations that I've had with the Lord around this, and I'm hoping it will come through and it will be clear, and that God will make it clear in the way that He intends in Jesus' name. So, by the way, this is Sunday, so don't you know, excuse me if I'm being a little bit preachy, but you know, it's that kind of day, and you know, it's a day that we say hallelujah to the lord and we just have fun with him so although that should be every day but then you know we have a special way of doing it on sunday so thank you for being here again 
So Galatians 3, chapter 3, verse 26, it says, For ye, and this is all New Testament, as you can see, for you are for ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. So baseline, anybody that has come to God and believes upon the name of Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. Don't let anybody deceive you. And you know, that's why like God bless the apostles for documenting all these things. Because if not, eh, some people will have made us jump through hoops to claim our salvation no you are not yet a child of god ah no 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 have you done this one have you done mm-hmm. have you fasted 10 times have you done 40 days have you done mm-hmm. you know but god said that ye are all all without exception children of god by faith and that you know the scriptures the epistles tell us over and over you know that assurance so that at least you have that rest of mind that you are not constantly questioning ourselves because some of us our past continues to haunt us and that sense of not being good enough so you continually question whether you're really a child of god but god says all you need is faith in the name of jesus jesus has paid the price so just for you to believe in him that's fine and you ask him to come into your life you are a child of god and that's such a marvelous privilege so moving on again ephesians 1 chapter 5 um chapter 1 verse 5 it says again having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by jesus christ to him to himself according to the good pleasure of his will so a lot of scriptures affirming that children of god by faith in christ children of god by faith in christ you know just like i said do google search scriptures about children of god you will see so many about that you can also do google search um, scriptures about sons of god that also comes up then romans 8 still on the children of god theme as opposed to sons of god romans 8 um, verse 16 it says the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So again, even though, you know, we are assured by the word of God that by faith in the name of Jesus, we are children of God, but that when the Holy Spirit comes into you, when you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, that he will be bearing witness with your spirit perpetually that you are the children of God. And you see, it's so important. This internal witness is important because have you ever seen children who like in a father's house, they're not really sure they are questioning whether is this really my father like i remember like my mom my mom was like really really tough she was so she was such a big disciplinarian and as a child this is something i used to tell people of course she never heard this before but i used to tell people that if not that i knew that this man was my mother i will have gone somewhere to go and look for my mother and it was difficult for anybody to convince me i mean i come and tell me that oh she's not my mom because physically we sort of looked alike you know so that sort of like settled it for me that okay she's actually my mom so let me just you know take the discipline the way it is but if one question and you see that you know there's some children all of us grew up and at least we're at least most of us would have known of one family where there is a child that people are questioning is he is he not you see how it affects that child the child is never able to operate in that family like a true son or daughter like i belong like i have a right i can demand i can declare i can possess i can obtain that is why god needed needed to give us this internal witness because otherwise we will forever i mean you should say you before you sit down self you can't even anybody can come in and tell you what are you doing here you you are completely intimidated so that we'll not be intimidated before the kingdom of darkness and before other forces that is why god gave us not just the confirmation by the word of god the salvation experience as well as the internal witness of the holy spirit good now second corinthians 6 chapter 6 verse 18 this is now God speaking, saying, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. And I like how he actually said sons and daughters. So that in case some people are trying to make you feel that, you know, women are not part of this plan. Please, 
when God made man in his, um, in his image and likeness, he says male and female created he them. In the mind of God, he always intended it that way. So there is no exclusion there. And if you have doubts, the fact that God did not even make genders in heaven makes us know that the plan of whatever ever gender differentiation, negative gender differentiation that has come into you know, the way in which things are on earth is not really the purpose of God. But I digress like I always do. That one is topic for another day. So Romans 9 verse 26 um, and then this, this is now, um, I think it's in one of the epistles, but they are referring to over um, earlier things that God had said in Old Testament. And he says, in the place where it was said that you are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. And this is another inclusive scripture, bringing those of us non-Jewish heritage people, letting us know that, look, from time immemorial, and these were prophecies given to the Old, you know, Old Testament prophets. So they were even told, even as a dab, that even in the place where people before, they used to look at them and say, this was, we don't even know God, that's people like us, that they will now be the people that will be called children, not even servants, but children of the living God. And that prophecy is fulfilled in all of us today. And then Hebrews 10, Hebrews 2 verse 10, I think I'm, I'm bringing the scripture reading to a close very shortly now brings it all home to us it says for it became him this is jesus for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings so jesus is described here as the captain of our salvation and he says that what what the scripture is saying here is that it was befitting for god to make sure that in the in the process of bringing many sons unto glory that's all of us that he will make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering so jesus earned the right to become the captain of our salvation through the sufferings that he went through but god's purpose in all of that was to bring many sons unto glory and that's why Jesus is referred as the firstborn of the Father, because God intended that there will be other children after him. And now I want to hone in on to the difference between children and sons, even though it's sort of the same, but for the purposes of this conversation, so that I can sink in, because it's really about sons of God. And the last scripture I will read is Revelation 21, um, verse 7, where he says, this is God at the end of all things, talking about, you know, the, after the new, the revelation of the new heaven and the new earth was given to John and a lot of things had happened, you know, the beast, all of that, rapture, all those things had happened. He said, he now, Jesus, I mean, it was now telling him that he that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. So God is saying this in singular, but of course it applies to everyone. But what he's saying is that the person that overcomes, that's all, when you say overcome, that means all the tribulation, all the battles, all the contention, all the trials, all the things challenging your faith, that the person that overcomes will inherit all things. All things. You know, and when God says all things, better know that that all is all. It's not something that can enter the Forbes 500 list, as in break the list, as in not in shorts. It's nothing much beyond all of that. And he says, because he's talking about eternal physics short, without end. And he says, and I will be his God and he shall be my son. So you, it becomes clear that what God actually wants is to children that will be sons. He wants a, he wants a people. He, he Everything that God has been doing from Genesis till now is about him getting a people for himself. And you know, like how we say in our culture we say ah these are my people you know that when you say people that you know and when we use that term it's about we're not talking about the people that are eye service so we're talking about people that are really my people that's what god is looking for like his own his own people people who time tested 
children, time-tested sons. Loyalty has been tested. Faithfulness has been tested. Everything. You've seen that these people, even their blood, they are ready to give it for you. They are given to you. That's what God has been looking for since so. And he didn't want superficial. He didn't want eye service. He didn't want zombie. He wanted free will offering of fellowship, of love, of life. Sacrifice of a life. Because I love you. Just because. That's what he's been looking for. And the question I want to ask right now is that, what is the difference between a son? I mean, what is the purpose of sonship? The purpose of sonship, I mean, and we know this in Nigeria, I don't have to say this, all of us that always, you know, this whole, <laughs> I want to have a boy child sort of thing. But the purpose of a son is about inheritance. You want somebody that is going to carry on a legacy. You want someone that is going to sit on a throne, at least there must be, before, you know, the whole essence of sonship is about there are assets that need to be managed, you understand? There's somebody, there's a purpose that you want fulfilled, you know, for anybody, even whether it's son, whether it's daughter, but whoever your next generation is going to be, there's a purpose in your heart that you have for that next, next generation. And you expect that that son should serve the interest of the kingdom. That's your expectation. You also expect that that son will grow up to fight the enemy, keep away every detractor. And that the son, perchance, will not only protect that which the wealth of the family, but will also expand the wealth and the purposes of that kingdom. You also expect that that son will multiply. Sure, you understand. So you're not expecting the son that will just come and it will end with him or her. He's also one that is taking, he's not giving out. That person will also expand. And if I propagate the name of the family even beyond that which he met, and that the son, of course, will serve the king and the interest of the kingdom. So the question I now ask now, are you a child of God? Are you a son? Because we all start off as children, but I think we're growing in levels of sonship and our understanding of what it means to be a son. Because a son takes a place. A son fulfills purpose. A son walks in the footsteps of the father. When you say, and that's why Jesus said, this is my begotten son. Ah, he said, in whom I'm well pleased. Yes, the good son pleases the father as well. And that's why you see some people, they say they disown certain people when they believe that they have not done what they are supposed to do. Because yes, if you are really walking in, the real meaning of sonship is not just to bear the name. It's about what you do and the fourth purpose that you fulfill and what you represent in the interest of the collective wealth and the purpose and the propagation of the kingdom. And there's a purpose of God for the kingdom in heaven and there's a purpose of God for his kingdom on earth. So the question I'd like to ask all of us, including myself, are we walking in that purpose? The Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Okay, are we being led? Who is leading us? Is it our children? Is it our family? Is it our lust? Is it our ambition? Is it our feelings? The Bible says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. Okay, now, in your life, in my life, Shola Abulu, are you believing on his name? Or are you believing in your own understanding? Are you trusting in what you believe? Or are you just believing in whatever you see? So what God expects of all of us is for us to be led by the Spirit of God. At least those of us who would like to be his sons or walk as his sons. Or who want to, at the end of all things, inherit all things. God expects us that we walk in the power of sonship for the, for the purposes, for his own purpose. God expects that we walk in the power of the name of Jesus. That is why we are here. All that we have received is not so that we consume it on our lusts, what we eat, what to drink, so that we raise, have enough money to send our children to school abroad. That is not the purpose, surely. I can assure you of that. 
even though many of us think that that's the purpose that is not the purpose it's a benefit of being in the general periphery of where god is but that's not the purpose so when we get to heaven god will not say okay how many of you how many harvard um, certificates did your children have how many of you those of you that sent your children to oxford we are still on this side that's uh, please uh, let's be clear there's some things that we are doing just because it is our will and our preference except god anyway let's not go there but let's understand that the purposes of god are higher than the things that we see and we experience upon this earth and that god gave us the power to be sons of god for the fulfillment of that purpose so i ask again are you a child of god or are you a son God said in Revelation 21 verse 7 that he that overcometh shall inherit all things and I will be his God and he shall be my son. God is looking for sons. May the Lord help us all to walk in his purpose for us at this time. Not only as children but as true sons of God. In Jesus name. Thank you for listening.